Hi. Hello. Welcome to the Sex Ed Book Review Podcast, pre-holiday check-in edition. I was going to call it an extravaganza, and that's way too fancy for what's happening. (laughs) Yeah. We're just hopping on to give a little update, a little, this is the year we started the podcast, year-end roundup. Yeah, I think... um... One thing that felt really good to me is being able to kind of touch in and say like, hey, what do we have planned? Because I think we have some neat ideas of things to do once uh, I'm done just, you know, spiraling out of control as one does. Yeah. <laughs> the end of year wrap up is real for lots of things. So why not? Do, I want to also do an end of year podcast yes. wrap up. Yes, but it's been good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Exciting. I feel like we went through so, so, so many books that we loved. So what are some things that we're hoping to do in 2022? Well, um, so, okay. For starters, and we did not plan this conversation. So this is going to be very, um, I don't know. This is, this is, yes, this is, uh, uncensored. Um, yeah, probably uncensored too. Anyway, so one thing I really want to do, a friend of mine gifted me a book from circa like 1967 or something like that, that is like a, here's how to talk about sex ed with the youth, but it's from the 60s. And I'm hoping if it's okay, and I'll check, um, <laughs> there are some, there are some vignettes that are in this sort of dramatic readings as they were of um, a parent and their young person. And I live with a young person who may be willing to come on and do some dramatic reading. Ooh, okay. I like that. That's a great idea. Yes. I love the the vintage and I, I love like the, the guest spot of a, for a dramatic reader. Yeah. A little bit of, like you said, like we talk a lot about books that we love and you know, uh, I, I would like to think that, you know, times have changed a bit since, you know. Yeah. The... 1967. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what you, what you thinking? Uh, yeah, I think a lot. Well, I do love giving raves to books and I feel like we kind of started this whole thing because we both had all of these books and we wanted to, like we were sharing them with each other or messaging each other about these books when we would find them that they were so great. And so I feel like we've talked a lot about ones that we really liked. There was a few that we were sort of like some changes, but I think probably trying to find some other books where we would say like, here's a book that's popular-ish maybe, but we would really caution people to not use that as like a primary resource. Yeah. Um, I think that that would be great. And then you mentioned guest spots for dramatic reading, but also we're kind of lining up a few folks to come on and guest review so you know pick a book that they like from whatever field they're kind of in whether that's work with like young kids or teens or specific populations like um, lgbtqia plus or disability specific and have some folks on that have like a book that they really like and kind of give us a little uh, rant or rave about about some of the resources that are out there and, and get some fresh perspective yeah. And I think something else that I've noticed is that we know some folks who have authored some books that we may recommend. And I think that's another cool thing is, you know, being able to have people who put the book together, come on and kind of talk about, and something that might be interesting 
Um, one thing that I value about what we do is that we talk about how the, the content is accessible. Is it something that is representing anyone who might be reading that book? Is it something that's going to be taking into consideration communication needs or um, you know, visual needs, any of that kind of stuff? So I think that'll be kind of, hey, authors talk about your process for thinking about this or not thinking about this. What are some things you might do to make it more accessible? So. Yeah. 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 I agree. It's definitely having some authors on would be fantastic. People that have written books that are already out or, and, and maybe some folks that have books upcoming or like newly released. I think that that would be a fun way also for us to just sort of know what's new too. Like I, my book budget always grossly exceeds is like whatever in the red, like I spend way more money on books in a given year than I ever think that I could possibly <laughs> but, right um and so I don't I don't see the book budget getting any smaller because I've definitely seen some people that are in you know sex educator groups that we're part of and stuff posting that they're they've got a book coming out or they're working on something and and I would love to have some of those folks on to talk yes. about their book give people a sneak peek if possible I love it um are we writing a book? Are we going to write a book? <laughs> no. hmm. I might write a book. I mean, that might be a thing. We've talked about it. We, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that we should. I don't think that we should put a timeline on it. But, no. Uh, I, yeah. My life does not work well with timelines. Um, so we'll see. Time will tell. Uh, one thing I was thinking about when we're talking about different types of books, um, I feel like a lot of what I've been doing lately is recommending books to caregivers. And it's um, a lot of times I'll say, you know, here's this book. We are going to review, wait, what the comic book guide oh, yeah. at some point. Yeah. Um, do I still have it sitting right here? Yes, I do. We are going to review this book at some point because I recommend it so much. <laughs> <laughs> Literally sitting beside both of us. That's so good. It's always um, at hand. <laughs> that, that maybe that's what we kind of lead off with, but yeah. um, I recommend this is like, a thing that caregivers can you know, share with the person they're supporting. But what I don't, uh, what we haven't really talked about is books that are designed for caregivers to read. Um, mm, so I have a right. couple of things like that. Um, so um, For Goodness Sex, which is um, Al Vernaccio's book, is a mm. great read. That's something that I'm already kind of thinking that would be a good one. Um, yeah. I think there are things like that that are designed for somebody to read in order to learn how to support um, and some other things. Yeah. So, yeah. I've got a local, well, local-ish to my geographic area uh, author that wrote a, a book, Salima Noon, called Talk Sex Today. And it's a guide for parents to have like age by age groups. I, I love that. Yes. Too. Uh, yeah, you're right. Because I think, and I mean, we called it sex ed book review, which I think at first I was thinking would be like books when you think, I don't know. Well, I think when a lot of people think about sex ed, they think about those like younger grades, but extending yeah. even to like sex ed books for adults and, right. and some of that. So it's things like come as you are. I was just going to say come um, as you are. <laughs> yeah. Or becoming clitorate, like some of those kinds of books, yeah. um, I think would also be good because like it is sex ed. And I think it also speaks to the fact that sex ed is a lifelong process and a lifelong learning thing for most folks even though we tend not to think about it like that I think at first blush for a lot of people so yes that would be fun I think this is so much stuff so we're going to do all these things right yes 2022 2022 is going to be the year to look forward to some books to 
some 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 nostalgia or vintage some <laughs> guest readings and guest spots some authors coming on to talk about their books published or to be published and maybe some adult sex ed I love all of this and then we're going to write a book <laughs> and then we'll write a book and then <laughs> it's going to be great someone else I have to review it for us that's right yeah yeah we'll have somebody come on and review our book to us for us yeah so good okay do you have good um do you have kind of like your end of the year stuff wrapping up shaping up I mean it's just yeah trying to get things done before you take holidays so that thing where like holidays are great and you really look forward to them but then you have to do all this work to like get ready to be off for a while and then you have to get all this work done to get ready to come back and so I'm kind of in that mode but We've got a week left here of like being kids being in school. And that tends to be a lot of like where my work focuses around that schedule, even if yeah. those aren't exactly where my clients are. So one more week. How about yeah. you? Um, it's funny because most of the people that I support now are adults who don't live with their family of origin. This time of year tends to be really challenging. There's a lot of mm. Um, you know, just kind of like working through some grief, working through some lost stuff, which, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's lots of people too, but it, I feel like, um, you know, there's not really a, a break per se, but I did, um, I've gotten really, really good this year at making sure that there's time for me to step away so that I can have time to do things that are just for me or just for my family. So I've got a little, I've got a sliver. Great. Good. Good sliver. Yes. I have a chunk. I have a chunk of pie. It's going to be good. I've got about a week where that I'll take off and probably try to read some of the, all of the sex ed books that I bought this year that I haven't had a chance to read. So there's no, there's really never such a thing as like complete like downtime. Like I'm always consuming some source of knowledge uh, in this realm, but that's okay. I, Cause I love it. It was this, I was just going to say though, is if it's something that feels like meaningful and useful and you're like, yes, I can't wait to read this book, which um, uh, so because we're going to be traveling for a few days and I'll have time where I'm not going to have you know, email or phone or in internet. Um, I need to think of what I'm going to bring. I need to figure out which book I'm going to bring. I need to look at my this shelf. Is, I was going to say, this is on the spot, but like, what's a sex ed book you want to read? And what's <gasps> a other book you want to read? Oh, okay. So the other book I want to read is a, is a no brainer. Um, I'll go ahead and hold it up. It's been sitting here and I'm working through it. It just, you know, work in life and stuff. But if you, um, this is going to be like a behavior analysis thing. And everyone else who's listening, who's not a behavior analyst can be like, whatever, but um, the nonlinear contingency analysis, this is so great. Um, (laughs) So the, this, uh, this book I am sitting at, where am I? Oh, do, 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 do chap. I'm in, I'm in chapter six. Um, what I like is it's really giving me a, a different way to think about how we think about um, what is potentially you know, motivating or maintaining behavior and like which things we're kind of counting as behavior. And it's, it's reinforcing this belief that I've had kind of all along that everything happens for a reason. Okay. Right. That's really what, I mean, <laughs> that's sort of like a distilled version of how I conceptualize, you know, how we think about behaviors, everything happens for a reason. Nothing comes from nothing. Um, so that's my book that I'm going to read 
um, just for me, um, okay. that is not behavior analysis. And then I honestly, one that I've been thinking, um, one that I I've been like, I just need to buy it instead of continuing to rent it. Cause one thing I've learned is I need to read books that have pages. I don't do well with mm. digital books. I just don't, unless Not it's, either. unless can't. it's fluffy fluff. So I have borrowed come as you are from the library on digital over okay. and over and over. And I'll like get through a few pages and then I'm just like, I can't do that digital stuff. So I think I need to um, see if it's off hold from the library or not. Cause it's been on hold for me forever. Mm. I just need to read it. Yeah. Yeah. There, and there's, they just put out an updated version yes. of it. I think I also have the workbook, like a, there's like a workbook that goes along with it, which I also have. Oh, I didn't know there was a fantastic book. Yeah. Um, oh, yep. There's the 2021 version. I'm actually on my library website. Oh, I can place a hold. <laughs> Darn it. Okay. Well, so my dog is going to cry. I hope you enjoy that. Do you hear him? Oh, my word. <laughs> That's so, how he feels when I put a book on hold. Yeah, it's so <laughs> sad. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't even. Oh, wow. So that's, my, yeah, what you got? My, my work, my work-related book is going to be The Pornography and Public Health by Emily Rotham. Uh, Emily Rothman, yes. Oh, Emily Rothman. You know of her, so. I do. Uh, yeah, so, uh. so I've, I've tracked the, I've cracked the cover and I, I'm super interested to just like dig into that and, and talk about just like, it's a, just a, you know, a really sort of like, yeah coming from a place of neutrality and like, what does the science say about pornography? Not yes. what does the like values sort of driven organizations um, tell us about pornography. And then I'm finishing up a nonfiction book called Child Free by Choice about no. choice to not have no. children. And I love that. So I'm going to finish that. And then related to having children there was a book that came out last year called Hamnet and Judith and from what my understanding is that it's a book about Shakespeare's children like a fictionalized account okay um, I think so anyway I've been eyeing that book up so I think I'm gonna try to get that one as like a, a send me back in time or go to another place or um, a little escapist kind of vibe oh I love that I um yeah. Um, so I have two thoughts. One is uh, Emily uh, Rothman, uh, not Emily Nagoski, who I'm sure is, but um, Emily Rothman is one of the just like, first of all, like nicest humans you could ever meet, but also I'm not kidding, is one of the smartest people on the planet, I'm convinced, mm-hmm. um, and is able to speak on the topic of pornography um first of all absolutely absolutely with authority but also just so like elegantly and clearly so I need to get her book um yeah Yeah. so she she is just a delight um and the other thing is you reminded me something else that I tend to read when I'm traveling is just like really bad like romance literature Right, like the Walgreens checkout counter kind of vibe or yeah, and there's some really um fun type. I mean, like I swear that people are like making 
titles, just like they're creating romance novels um, or really just like erotic fiction that is just designed to be as nonsensical as possible, as possible. you know, like. There's a, a podcast that that, that um, somebody there in Canada, they're a, kind of like a sex educator, mostly like a, a like not really a sex educator, a violence prevention educator. Yeah. Julie Lalonde. And she has a podcast called Ravage Love, I think it's called. Okay. Um, and they basically like di- read and dissect like trashy romance novels. <gasps> you probably love it. If you're looking right. for an audio version of that vibe. Yes. Um, yeah. There's a there's a TikToker. Um, I would have to look up exactly who it is. I just see it very often. <laughs> um, but they um, they don't review books, but they will read parts of, and it's the and they don't read specifically uh, ro- romance novels or um, erotic fiction. They'll read things like the way that male authors describe women's bodies like that kind of stuff and just read it out loud it's great but they once did a a reading of um 50 shades with but with like critical assessment it was so it was glorious it was really good it was a tiktok live that i just was enraptured (laughs) i love that this is turning into like our little like like best of list like here's some things we found out about this year that you should also good random stuff yeah um just for funsies, do you want to do like a little like additional like what's sitting next to you grab bag thing again? Oh like, sure, the yeah, let's do it. I'm gonna. I'm literally no kidding. Gonna like roll over and be like, what's up? I'm yeah, gonna try to. What do I have sitting in this shelf that I've been reading? That's not. Um, oh, actually, yeah. I don't know. If this, this does not count as a sex ed book, but I, I'll allow it. Yeah. Um, I'll allow it because this is actually a book that I was able to successfully read um, and a digital version just because, and I can't believe I had not read it for so long, but. Um, oh yeah. I do, can't quite roll to it, but it's out there. I you're like reaching. So, yeah. yeah. The body keeps the, the body score. Keeps the score. Um, again, not a sex ed book, but also. Not, 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 not. I think that this is something that I'm going to strongly recognize do strongly recommend that when um when anybody who's kind of having a conversation with themselves or with other people about you know I think that I want to you know learn more about sexual behavior I think that um there are two things that are really important to learn about one is learning about pleasure and the other one is learning about trauma so there you go this is going to cover your entire trauma base yeah that was yeah beside me i this isn't a book but it's a game what do you mean okay um memes oh this is my life right now i make memes the kids love the memes so i'm into the the meme game yes um i i have a a teenager but also um one of the teens that i know that i spend time with um we we kind of communicated memes yeah, it, that's a legitimate language. Ooh, it's a it's a thing, and I don't know how I became fluent in meme, but yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see what else we got. Thank you. Yeah. Your turn. I know. I'm like, well, no, we just talked about that one, so it doesn't count. Oh, oh my gosh, this is too heavy. That means I'm digging too hard. <laughs> okay, that one's boring. That's no good. Um, 
hold on. I actually have. So I was just. There's doing, a literal stack behind you. I there's a that. literal stack over there. Yes. We're going to ignore that stack. I was looking for. This is something I have not read yet, but I pulled it because I was like, oh, this is something I should read. And there are two of these that I went, oh, I should read these. Um, I, I have a stack of thesis stuff. So I had to dig under the thesis stuff. We're not talking about that. But um, this is. And I'm trying to find the, the publication because I don't, um, it's from Reproductive Health Matters and it's a 2015 publication. <laughs> See, now we get, I'll, I'll bring this, you know, when I'm traveling too, but uh, the title was intriguing to me. So Sexual Rights as Human Rights, a Guide to Authoritative Sources and Principles for Applying Human Rights to Sexuality and Sexual Health. I was like, I feel like I need to read that. Okay. <laughs> and then the, the second one that I had that I was like, I need to also read this one. Oh, and now I just found all the books I didn't. Uh, uh, was, because again, makes sense, was uh, this is from the journal Psychotherapy. I need glasses for this. It's a little tiny writing. It's like that big. Oh, you can't even see it. There it is, teeny tiny. Um, but it's 2016 it's clinical errors and therapist discomfort with client disclosure of troublesome pornography use implications for clinical practice and error reduction. I went, okay, oh. this sounds like a thing that I should know about. Um, yeah, that was I, on my stack. I can't pick it up to show you because I'm currently using it as a, uh, like a, a, a slight lift for my, <laughs> um, desktop computer but i got the sixth edition of the guide to getting it on yes yeah <laughs> i think that's over I've there got that. um i've also got the things that live with me we've talked about this one sex yes the heather corinna's uh the all you need to know sexuality guide to get you through your teens and 20s oh, and right. i have also yeah. a few books that we've talked about like i've got it's perfectly normal and let's talk about it yeah, um, I, yeah I, <laughs> I talked about those ones. I pulled one. I was like, wait, we've already talked about that. Actually, I have two here. Um, interesting. So one that I'm pretty sure that I will talk about at some point is this one is the a five is against the law. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We got to do that one. This is a this is one that I use actively use very, very frequently, although I am excited to talk about what I the things I change. And then I don't know if you've ever seen this, um, the, an exceptional children's guide to touch. Oh no. Yeah. We'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about this one as well. Okay. Yes. I don't remember why I had it out. I think it was, we were talking about, uh, trying to hop on and do some stuff and then we just didn't, yeah. I think that's why I had it sitting there. Yeah. What uh, um, you you pulled out a, a research article, so I think we should just also just so everyone knows who's listening, like just this is the level of like depth and <laughs> research that we put in everything that we do. Because so I've got learning from pornography results of a mixed method systematic review. Uh, who's the author on that? Uh, Katarina Litzo. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Center for Sexual Health Research and the University of Southampton. Kind of an Australian publication. That's not. There's a lot of porn research in Australia. Yeah. yeah, Australia, Netherlands, um, Hungary. There's a lot. Yeah. Um, and Canada, obviously. Um, yeah. Because you have. There's some 
there's some groups. And then I also have this fun uh, GST and HST, which is the um, two of the taxes in Canada info sheet. Um, Cause I think I've been overpaying on my taxes. <laughs> so I'm going to read the tax code. Oh, that's great. I, so, yay. Yeah. I learned that I need to start doing that. Um, yeah, I was just, I just realized this is a good time for me to clean off my desk because I have weird random stuff, um, <laughs> like very weird random things. And then I was like, oh, there's more, there's more literature that I decided I was going to read. Cool. Thanks past me. Um, I, I don't remember ever. Um, actually, ooh, this looks cool. I think I am going to bring this with speaking of um, Canada. Um, so this is a, it doesn't say what the journal is because it's, oh, this is a pre-proof, um, but curvilinear associations between pornography use and relationship satisfaction, sexual satisfaction and relationship stability in the United States. This will be interesting. Um, but, uh, it's Brigham Young University and University of Toronto. So Canada. Oh, okay. I don't know if you were aware that Toronto is in Canada. You're welcome. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> and yeah, everyone in Toronto knows that it's the capital, of <laughs> not the capital of Canada. So thanks for that. <laughs> oh wow! Why well, have like a lot of literature? That yeah. I've also got some stuff about uh, a review of reading instruction. Okay. How to increase flexibility, behavioral flexibility in young children. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. I have a um, pieces of the um, life course tools. This is actually something that I use in like what I'm kind of talking through, but here's kind of like, this is like where you, you, where your, your good life, this is mapping out what your good life is. These are things you want to avoid. This is where you're at now. And then sort of mapping through like, what are the things in your past that kind of keep you on this downward trajectory? What are the things yeah. that are going to help you be able to get to your good life? And then, yeah. you know, what are some of the resources and individuals and skills that you have? Um, can get you there. Is it yes. like acceptance and commitment therapy based or, you know, it's, it's not, not it could, but it could be, but it's compatible. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I have. I got, I got that too. I got the accept, identify, move, yes. uh, acceptance and commitment therapy based flexibility training for kids. <laughs> are, are we gonna, we're gonna do X? Yeah. Um, I have. We're this. also gonna be here for about three hours. I we know, go right? through the piles of things that we need stuff. to read. <laughs> but um, the the I was just. This is something that uh, also. Oh yeah. Actish, but the parenting a troubled teen which has i think it's really maps things out for families that um are living with an adolescent um mm. who is in their words troubled but mm. um really kind of talk it's what i like about it is just a way to kind of reframe reframe um but not you know in a very act compatible way you know we're not yeah. saying you know stop feeling the way you feel about it so cool I organized all of my um articles this okay. was very useful yes this <laughs> was a useful endeavor clean off my desk <laughs> unplanned and yet 
I, uh, yeah, we'll go through like some neat <laughs> piles of things. We'll report back on how we did with our like plan mm. reading over the holidays. Cause if, if it goes anything according to like what I usually plan, I bring 15 books and read approximately one. It, but, yeah. And it's going to yeah. be, for me, it's going to be something in the Bridgerton series. <laughs> it is. It just, just is. it just yeah. is. Yeah. They're going to be like, you know, rippling abs or something. Yeah. 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 I'm into it. Cool. On that okay. note. Well, yeah, we'll see everybody and see, well, we'll see each other. Everyone will hear us in 2022 and we'll come back with, uh, don't be surprised if wait, what is our first episode? Back. I think it, I think it needs to be now. So yeah, it's been said. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. Okay. Have a happy holiday. And yes. Happy yes. I'm done with 2021. We're over it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye everybody. Bye.